Hey, yo, John, we live? All right. It's the countdown. I'm happy to be back in the building. Five, four, three, two. It's the one. You're listening <laughs> to the Rhythm and Bruise Podcast with your host, DJ DW, Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. Army Army You recognize this sound, well it's the underground You know that we're down with what you like With what you like What you like We're usually on a serious tip, check it out Tonight we're gonna flip the trip Let it all hang out tonight Rest in peace Now I'm gonna make this mistake because I wasn't here It's 58 or 57? It's 57 57 57 Welcome, 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 y'all. This is the Rhythm and Brews Podcast. I am Lucky Lefty. And to my left, your boy, Mr. R&B Smooth. I am the pod father, Prince Latif. And as always, DJ on the one and two. Hello. Word. Try that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> It's your boy DJ D Dog. Thank you. In effect, on the ones and twos. Yeah, because you need to be heard, brother. Yeah. All right. right. We can't see you, but you heard though. You gotta be. They gotta know you here, brother. Look, we gonna up the budget and get another camera in here one day. Eventually, (laughs) eventually, so we can get some more footage. Word. We trying to get a benefactor in here. And we have our very special invited guests in the building. Do you want to introduce them since you invited them? You are the quarterback today, sir. You want to introduce our lovely, illustrious. Absolutely, man. First of all, praises to come out. We have the man, influence, the God. On okay. the poetry. Peace, okay. peace. Take you know off the mask so we can hear you clear. I hear that now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sound clearer now. He said, I yeah. hear that now. <laughs> We're all tested in here. It's fine. Yeah. No, but see, <laughs> I, figured it out, I figured out the thing. You can't have it long, You right. just got to have a little, you know yeah. what I'm saying, room. Just pinch the nose and you good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Word. That's the cheat code? Yeah, that's the cheat code. And we also have Mrs. Little in the building. Yes, indeed. How y'all hey, doing? Hi, y'all. Peace, peace, peace. What's going on? Going oh, on what's popping, you know, we all we all busy people. We're all in here tired today. Yeah, <laughs> pretty um, much, man. Right Before we really get into it, I would like to say, after our last episode, you know, it was it was a great episode, but then it was a damper because we lost Black Rob. Literally, the as same we were day, the, the same day that was they were in the studio, we lost Black Rob. Yeah. Rest in peace, of Black Rob. You know what I'm saying. And then we had another loss. Yeah. Shock G. Shock G. It's a scary Rest time, in peace. bro. It's a scary time right now. For so Black we're man. pouring some out for the both of them. Word. Dang, Don't worry, man. John. I ain't going to fuck up your carpet. <laughs> <laughs> they say death coming threes. Yeah. And sure enough, they really yep. did, man. We lost really big names. And the part of me that really bothers me is that a lot of people didn't know a lot of Black Rob. No disrespect. A lot of people did not know Black Rob. Like they, they're like, who's Black Rob? I'm like, what do you mean who's Black Rob? Unfortunately, it's a different generation. Well, yeah, that that say that. Yeah, that the generation didn't know because we knew 80s right. and 90 babies. We know. Yeah, we know Black Rob. Like. Yeah. You know, the youngins don't know about whoa. They don't know yeah. about twenty four hours to live. Right. You know. Yeah, they don't know about life story. Exactly. Right. Was, life story. I was is, gonna bring that up next. Life yeah. story is is one of those 
underrated classics that you would never hear. That's probably one of the best albums that came out that year. Yeah. N- no type of no yeah. type no type of hype on that. Like yeah. literally one of the best albums that came out that year. Absolutely. You know, and I did love the fact that there were a lot of praises for Shag Chi. Mm-hmm. I did love that. Yeah. You know, um, the Humpty Hump is gonna be it's an iconic, song. It's an iconic exactly. song. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're gonna hear it everywhere. You know, he figured out how to get money from two ways because he because even though he was part of the digital underground, Shock G wasn't the main one of the main dudes. He didn't right. get that money, but right. when he created Humpty, it created mm-hmm. a whole new genre exactly. for him. So I mean, he was innovative on yeah. that level on how to get his bread. It was like, listen, mm-hmm. you know, so. And the wildest thing is for so long, people didn't know that Shock G and Humpty were the same person. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll be honest with you. I probably found that out when I was like 15. <laughs> yeah, like the yeah, I found out late. I ain't going to lie. I'm like, who was this other dude? Like, he always bringing this. Oh, that's the same guy. <laughs> never knew. You never that. see them. It was the always room. a debate. It was always a debate because he really did it well. Yeah. Like, with, 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 with hiding it within shows and stuff. He did it well. Um, it was always a debate, but you kind of had to know. But it, it was a, it was always a debate, mm. like Batman and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you ever seen them in, in the, the same, same room? room? Yeah. <laughs> didn't he get busy in a Burger King bathroom? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> like my oatmeal lumpy, I'm sick. With it. <laughs> Straight gig smack. <laughs> I time. I get ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and you know it's real when. When you know what I'm saying, they, they, them actually like play that record. Like that record gets played everywhere. That act record is iconic. That's the only dance that white people can do. No, they can't do it. They can't do it. All you gotta do is this. They can't do it. They just, you know, butt to it, you know, do the little, you know, the stuff that gets you tired. But, you know, it it works for them. It's iconic, man. Like, that's a record. Like, as soon as that comes on, like, as soon as you hear, I'm I'm, I'm out there. Mm -hmm. I'm out there. Word. Hell yeah. While we on the subject of music, mm-hmm. something just dropped recently. Mm-hmm. Nice little track that everybody's talking about. You want you want to bring it up? Cause I don't even remember the name of the track. I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, sorry, not sorry. I'm definitely Thank gonna you. bring that up. That's what uh, I was talking about. Yeah, brother, you know Nasir and uh, the God MC Jehovah. You know, no. He, Did you realize the difference in respect? I said, brother Nasir. Nasir. <laughs> that's, that's what it goes by. I'm not going to say I was a huge Nas fan growing up. That's not what I'm going to say. I had respect for Nas, but Nas was not my number one. It was always Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My first album I ever bought, actually, my mother bought me, went to FYE, bought In My Lifetime Volume 3, and I bought it the day it came out because it came with a Jay-Z pod. You know, they don't they do not do samplers and stuff Pogs? like that. No. A Jay-Z pod. <laughs> A Def Jam calendar and a this sampler was CD. Oh my god, this nigga said Pogs. Word. Exactly. And I played that album from I didn't front know to rappers back. Rappers were promoted on Pogs. Exactly. That's how crazy <laughs> it was, yo. That's how crazy it was. It was like promoting on a Pog. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, I have every Jay Z album that's came out and or been remixed on CD at this mm. very moment in my oh. basement. Every single one, even the, un- the undocumented Blue album. I don't know about it. Okay. So, the undocumented. Yeah. yeah. Go on. So, so yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I thought it was a great record for hip hop. Um, great. You know, it, it was, I thought it was a great record for hip hop. <clears throat> not trap hop. Not this poppity pop. Hip hop. It was a great record for hip hop today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From what I heard, I can agree. Now, I haven't heard it yet. Okay, so you wasn't. No, wait, time out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were in the same car when I played oh, that it was twice. A... Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> well, now, I'll give, him, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He ain't the hip hop dude. No, like he's that, not and I the respect that. Dude. He usually ducks out of the conversation when it goes to exactly. hip hop. Listen, no. And that whole entire argument may have just overshadowed the fact that I did listen to it. <laughs> Whatever do you mean about an argument? But Smooth, you can respect it because the what makes it so dope is the fact. Also, makes it so dope besides the lyricism is Mm -hmm. the smooth R and B. That's right. It's over it. It makes it real grown and sexy. Yeah, like I want to actually sit down and 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 it's your boy on it, James Fauntleroy. (laughs) I probably said it wrong, but yeah, okay. It's he's he's singing on it. Okay, you know what's dope about that? I don't think people realize that they sampled Song Cry again. Right. They sampled Song Cry again. Which is happens to be my favorite song of Jay-Z's oh all gosh. time. To me, that's the greatest song he's ever written. Because oh, wow. because, be, because it, was, it was it was so real and so honest and it, yeah. it was vulnerable. Yeah. It was it was one of the greatest pieces of poetry that he's written yeah. in Song Cry. So Brother Prince. I over think it here. was for me, it was Meet the Parents. Really? Yes. That's that's a good storyteller record. Yeah, I yeah. will say this: Nas does paint out better stories than Jay Z. Absolutely, Nas is a better I'll a better storyteller than Jay Z yeah. is. I know? would definitely say that. But um, oh wow, he's <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so good right now. But anyway, it's it's it's, it's everything just coming full circle right now. <laughs> mm. Prince, how do you feel <laughs> about the record? All right. I'm going to give my 100% honest opinion. Um, the lyrical content, what they're actually talking about, it's, I like it. It's it's grown man rap. But the, the, the song itself, they're what, three tracks in together now? Um, three, yeah, three, right. three records. There's a, what, Success, Black Republican, and now this, right? Mm-hmm. There might be one more. Okay. I just can't think of it right now, but there might be one. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, what my is God. So this is how the whole versus I'm, I'm not going to even be long on this. This is how the whole versus thing started. Just Blaze and Swiss Beats had um, started. They was like, oh, you can't you can't fuck with me or whatever. So I'm going to do this battle. Mm. So they had the battle. And the last record that Swiss Beats played featured DMX, Jadakiss, Jay-Z, and Nas, mm-hmm. so that would be a third record. So the unreleased record. The unreleased mm-hmm. record. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That record was crazy. So as far as release records, there's three. And so here's the thing. I'm preface it by saying this: I wasn't impressed by the last two records, uh, Success or Black Republican. So I was expecting this one to be like to blow my mind because both Nas and Jay Z have been on their grown man rap as of lately. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, this is about to be, this is about to be some heat. Mm-hmm. And I listen to the rec- the, the record. And I'm like, I like what they're saying, but mm-hmm. I ain't you know, bumping this in the car. So my question would be to you: 
what do you define as heat? Because in Jay-Z's verse alone, mm -hmm. he took and he broke down the plies of religion, mm -hmm. how it scarred us. Yep. He broke down where he came from. Mm -hmm. He broke down uh, how his money has stacked mm -hmm. in, in, in his wife. He broke down so many everything. And then with Nas, one of the illest lines he had, He's a Scarface of cryptocurrency. Yeah, cryptocurrency Scarface. That, yeah. that was, I'm like, right. I mean, um, so I mean, what? I mean, what do you? I mean, did did it need a better track to be harder? Because the to me, the record was meant not to be a hard rap. It was meant to be on a monotone level. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. sorry, not sorry. I'm black and fucking successful, and I'm not apologizing for it. And that's basically what the concept of the song. And like I said, for me, I connected so well with the song. Like I said, a lot of the stuff that goes on with me parallels. I just got involved into a new venture, a power mm -hmm. team venture with 18 other other black people. And it's a, we're trying to buy, not trying to, we are buying buildings. Like, mm -hmm. And I'm like, sorry, not sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, F y'all. Like, I'm this, mm -hmm. this, I'm, as Jay-Z said, I like who I am right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to me, you can't get no more in the lyricism he put to it. You can't get no more concrete. No, but I did start off saying lyrically, I like the grown man mentality that they're both on. But when I listen to it, I'm just like, am I going to listen to this again? Like, am I going to get in the car and just be like, yo, listen to this? Yeah, I don't. I, I can't. I can't see myself doing that. Yeah, I it did. seems like it's. It's. Like, I can't believe you feel like that after listening to the first verse that you know what I mean. Nas drop. Like I've listened to the song five times now, and I again, I love what they're saying. They're they're talking about some real stuff that young kids should be, you know, listening to. Except for all, you know, not all the drugs, not the you know the the lean shit and all that. But what I'm saying is. Will I still be playing that song a year from now? I don't know. I don't still listen to Black Republican. I, I skip success. Like, I just don't see myself listening to that song unless I'm like, yo, listen to what he said right here. So you skip success and I get that. But do you skip success? Because if, if success comes on, you won't play it. I can't remember the last time I've heard success. Okay. So if you're listening to the album, I could see where you would skip success. But if that record came on, I'm not skipping it. And if you're listening to Nas's album, how fluent that flows with the Hip Hop Is Dead album, mm -hmm. I'm not skipping that either. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I get what you're saying with, will I listen to this a year later? I see it as... I'm fortunate enough to listen to this later. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's so many records that I'm like, and I'm going to bring this to you, Smoke. How would you feel the first time you heard Michael Jackson's, um, I mean, Jackson 5, Never Can Say Goodbye? I'm talking about then. How would you feel? No, that shit would have. She would have hit. That's it would it, it hit something now, but just to hear that then. Yeah. Like we weren't alive then to hear that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying that we could hear that now, a year later, like it's it's dope that we could still hear them. It's dope we could still hear them. Jay-Z is 50 years old. Mm -hmm. 
50 years old, still rapping like he's 18. Not rapping the same way, but he's still rapping like he's 18 because he has put that if he has put that um, imprint on hip hop where it's like, oh, as soon as Jay-Z comes out, oh, I want to hear him because I'll be the first to tell you. I loved Eminem back in the day, but if Eminem puts something out now, I don't want to hear it. Eminem's last three albums weren't good at all, but okay. What? I'm not saying nothing, guys. You, 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 you're shaking your head like okay. I'm arguing with you. No, I'm, I'm letting you say. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we had our argument. So right, that's what I'm saying. Like you're waiting for me to like no. drop a bomb. Like no. no, like I'm giving this like this song sounds like a bonus record from 444, which means I love 444. Mm-hmm. I love the content of 444 and how introspective it was. Yeah, this is excessive. This song, I know. Oh, okay. This song is, it's 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 grown and it's, you hear certain bars like yeah that that shit was dope, mm-hmm. like I want to be like that, mm-hmm. but I'm not putting it on my playlist. Okay, teach his own tomato tomato. I'm gonna have to say you like it. I love it. You you hate it. Yeah, well, I despise it. Cause when I, I heard, like <laughs> people, cause I seen I think I seen that somebody had posted the YouTube link for the video. Mm-hmm. I still even watch that. Yeah. yeah, and so I was yeah, like, I haven't watched the video, yet. and I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna actually watch it and, and and listen to it. But I know, like in the car, I think it was just more so. It just felt like background noise because me and you, Prince, were already just talking. Mm-hmm. Like I do remember it on. I just wasn't focused on it. That's cool. But I'm gonna actually so sit the down song and didn't listen. grab you after playing it three times. The song didn't grab you. Didn't even realize you heard the song at this point. We were he about talking. to make a point. No, no, no. He's no, trying to. That's, no, that's the point that I'm making, though. He's trying to make a point. That's the thing. Yeah. He ain't no hip-hop dude, dog. He ain't a hip-hop dude. Like, if he don't... I'll put it to you like this. Here's how I found out about the album. Like I said, inside in, inside the uh, the financial group that uh, I am now a part of called Blueprint Enterprises, mm-hmm. they put the video in our text feed. Mm-hmm. Almost like Yo, this is us. Mm-hmm. And immediately, when you look at the the little icon thing, it shows Nas. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I I, I I hit it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm still giving him his respect. I'm going to listen. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, Nas. Yeah. So I hit it. And then when I seen Jay, I'm like, and then I heard the beat. Then I noticed Song Cry. And then I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And when they started spitting, I was like, yo, this is, this is so thank you. Yeah. Like this is just, this is just needed. Like from the beginning to end, I was I was into it. I'm actually pissed the damn song is too fucking short. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, I mean, because he got records on there, and it's like, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. He got a record with Diddy, Big Sean, and Rick Ross, and I got what yeah. he was trying to do with it. But it's like, it was all over the place. Yo. Track nine. Yeah, it was it was all over the place. His albums have been all over the place. For yeah, a while. but what really pissed me off is he's like, "Yo, the Drake vocals is in the end." It's the same record as Drake dropped four months, four or five months ago. Yeah, Grease and what, what's that other record? It was Grease and um. I don't even check for. Drake. Yeah, I'm about like, to say I'm like <laughs> one of, I don't really pay attention to Drake, but I'm just saying there was two uh, Drake records you put on there that was already on there, so it was like, yo. All right, I know you took time on this, and I get where you were going, and I hear it sonically, but it's like, hmm, yeah, 
you're you you could have did better. You could have mm. did better. I would say one thing to, to to your comment about that. It sounds like a um a bonus track to four four four. In the time in in which now that he is presently in mm-hmm. the growth that he's in, everything he drops may be a bonus track to four 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 because that's the because eleva- that's the wavelength that's, he's on. That's mm-hmm. the elevation yeah. that he's on right now. Just like um what he's playing right now. It, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the way his music music travels for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay is the best way to describe it is he's he's actually life changing when it comes to music and hip hop and what and, and what he puts down. If you really listen to what he's saying, mm-hmm. because uh, even in this album right here, he drops jewels that you really may not think about like young people don't I'll say this about Jay-Z he drops shit that you won't get till later like when he says something you may not get what he's saying until later on because I I guarantee you Mad Kids is like what does B and another B on top of another B and Mm -hmm. I still got this B me like I know people people of our age and our age group that didn't catch that (laughs) they didn't catch that I had to listen back to it really yeah I get it I get it. You're a Jay Z fan, but you're not a Jay Z um, stand like you. Okay. <laughs> I'm. That wasn't. See, you I get. I'm, I'm not taking that personal. I'm just no, saying. Okay. okay. That's okay. A, that's I didn't want to say. That sounded like a shot, bro. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was trying to. <laughs> it's his delivery with it's, shit. It's, it's my delivery. It's, it's not it's what I said. It's how I said it every time. Because. I always trigger this man somehow, even when I'm not trying. But <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks, like, like how he came at me when he was like, "So the fact that I played it three times and you didn't like that would have triggered him." That was a shot. for me. I was just kind of like, that was "All right, shot. nigga, settle down. Let me explain myself." That was like, a shot. I see no, what no, you no, do. No. <laughs> I knew the point he was trying to make. Yeah, so nah. he didn't catch it. This and that. It's records that he'll play for me, and I'm like, "Oh, it's cool," but it's not. Like something I'm gonna just gravitate to, and that's cool. And I'm not saying that's fine that you don't gravitate. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, whatever. Like, cool. You know what my problem was, but we're not gonna talk about that because I don't even want to get that started. No, yeah, that's a that's another episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But <laughs> oh man, you like it? I love it. What else are we talking about? Her just won an Oscar. Ooh, yeah, yeah. She just won an Oscar. Well, I forgot what it was for already. But her original songs. Uh, was it for Damage? No, no, no it no, was no, for no. the song. Oh, you she said did for, um, Yeah, she the song that she did for um, Judas and the Black Messiah. There we Ooh, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so pissed. I still haven't seen that yet. I haven't I, either. Because I refuse to buy HBO just for the movie. I'm about to just give you my thing because you got to see that, bro. That movie. Yeah, I'll say this. I haven't seen it either. I'll say this. I get what you're saying with that because it's like, you know, but with everything within the pandemic and, you know, it it makes sense. And like anytime a movie drops, you ain't got to jump to the movie theaters no more. Right. It's just going to be on HBO Max. Unfortunately, it's not going to be like that for much longer. I mean, yeah, but it's, yeah. no, they're still going to have blockbuster hits that mm-hmm. are going to drop first. You know what I mean? You got to worry about going to the theater. You you could do I a yearly the subscription. You can, I do too. <laughs> so do I. I miss the, the Like I want to see Mortal Kombat in the theaters, but yeah. you know. Yeah, because I, I, I can't watch I can't watch it on TV. 
I can't. I, I again, I not haven't like seen that. that either. So let me tell you why I haven't seen the Judas and the Black Messiah. Like, you guys, you guys are you married. Again. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like you ever something about to come out. You like, yo, don't watch that without me. She says it all the time. But I do anyway. <laughs> See, you missed the memo last night. <laughs> I'm not supposed to watch that without me, but he does it every time when he's at work. Yo, bro, I got I got a good five hours to kill. Mm-hmm. My my night job is easy, bro. Once my you. patients are asleep, I got five hours. I do a twelve hour show. I got five hours to kill, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. I watched. I, I I caught up on on on. Uh, What's the name in the in, in the Winter Soldier? I oh, caught up on. You know yeah, what I, mean? I haven't watched an episode. I watched one episode and I haven't been able Please to catch watch up that on so yeah. we can yeah. talk about. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah, they was writing on that joint. They yeah. was, I mean, it was. I mean, it was good. It was good. I, I I do think the Captain America uh, costume it looked like a clown suit on him, but the last thing that's I how, saw, that's exactly he looked like Crimson Chin. Yeah. Yeah, the crimson does. chin. The last thing I saw was the dude looked like crimson chin. Oh, you talking about on Mortal Kombat? No, no. he's talking oh, about, oh, yeah, he's oh, talking about the Falcon. How he got the yeah, half cow? Yeah. yeah, that was the last. Oh, thing they call him the Golden. They said the dude from uh, Mortal Kombat looked like the uh, the Golden, the bronze kneecap. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> from, yeah, uh, fairly odd pairs, but yeah, nah, that's dude in the Black Messiah was dope. Shout outs to her on winning that Oscar. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Daniel Kaluuya for winning that Oscar. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Do you know what part? I, what I didn't uh, like about that though, they put Daniel Kaluuya and As Lakeith Stanfield yeah. in for the same award. Why? Mm. Why is that a problem? They. It was the supporting actor award. Mm-hmm. Why is that a problem? They were the stars of the movie. So they the were the stars movie. of the movie, but it wasn't it based on Lakeith. It was more, yeah. It was more so based on Lakeith's role, and I get that. Oh, you know what? I just realized what you said. That didn't even. It's supporting actor, exactly. Yeah, it's supporting. Right, not the best actor, but the supporting actor when they were the stars of the movie. Yeah, yeah. You want to know what bothered me about the whole thing? Mm -hmm. And you know, I mean, you want to celebrate anytime somebody of color gets these awards. Mm Mm-hmm. But African Americans are not getting a fair cut to be in Absolutely these same not. movies, and everybody, all these actors are coming over from from the UK and getting the opportunities that there are well qualified Black American actors here to do some of the same work mm-hmm. and not getting it. Now I'm not hating. I mean, yeah. somebody of color. Period. Is is I'm happy for them, but I'm like, damn, bro. America has put the caste system so bad that everyone outside of America mm-hmm. is above us. Like, there's no person in the world that's below African Americans in America. We are the bottom of a freaking caste system. Yeah. We get no opportunity yeah. for shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what pisses me off. I agree with you on that. And, you know, it's like when it comes to the actors, it's like the only ones that really get that notoriety and that respect. Are Denzel, are Will Smith, are uh, Samuel L. Jackson? But, but Samuel, it took but, time. But it took time. Right. Samuel L. Jackson has played in more movies as a nobody than any other actor yeah. in history. His first as a role, nobody. Yeah. His first acting role was uh, School Days, and that was when he was thirty-three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's played the most. If you want to say anybody has bust their ass to get to the top, it's been him. Absolutely. And 
he's and he, he's dynamite to me. No one cusses like him ever. But <laughs> but, but yeah, but I mean, that's 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 what I'm talking about. This man has played everything from a panhandler to a crackhead to an extra walking on the street yeah. just to be in a movie. Yo. Yeah. And yeah. He was if I'm not mistaken, he's one of the ones he also graduated from Yale too. And did he? That I don't know. I thought he was I know Morehouse. A lot of, I know he he did go to Morehouse. He went to Morehouse, yeah. but I don't know if he Morehouse. also. His, yeah, he, I'm not sure yeah, where he's he, acting school. I think he went yeah. to Yale after oh, school. Because okay. a lot of people okay. went to Yale after. I will say this because you know I was dabbling in the acting thing, which I'm trying to get back into. I was about to say now. was. What no, I mean was. like time went by, bro, and I had to you know I hear you. you yeah. know take care of myself. Life. But um, I looked in the Yale's program and it was trash. I I, I didn't I wasn't impressed. Really? I was not impressed at all. But also Sam Jackson did that at a time where he probably turned that thing around mm-hmm. upside down, sideways, whatever. But like now when I looked at it, I, I wasn't impressed. Mm. Nowadays about acting, well, when I was like seriously into it, it's about one, who you know. Mm-hmm. And it's about it's about um, them trying to so-called groom you. New York is a joke. It's a joke. All they want is money. That's all they want. You'll be ending up paying $5,000. And I get it. Oh, yeah. Put money into your craft. Mm-hmm. Why am I paying you, right, for something that I know I can do? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I? Why do I have to pay you for that? It's called paying dues. Yeah. Have me go get coffee. Have me go do this. Why do I have to pay $5,000? a retreat no i'm not doing that so it's it's all a it's a joke it's it's a joke when it comes to that it's about who you know and now it's about what type of following do you have and 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 all of that you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so i will say i dropped the ball on that and i need i'm going to get that back not need i'm going to get back into that because that is my first love is acting that's that's what i do i do impressions i I've, I, it's so much different things that I, that you do with that, but maybe one you we want skits from your ass. Yeah, you know, on the content. Page. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm very talented, but I'm very lazy. I need to learn <laughs> how to balance that, and that's what I'm in the process of doing now. But you know what? But you know yeah. what? I was talking to a, a young brother the other day, and I told him that's the difference between a super successful person and a non-successful person LeBron James is giftedly talented at being a basketball player innately giftedly talented what makes him superior to everybody else in the league is that he works his ass off harder than anybody else mentally physically and nutritionally to mm-hmm. be the top of his game that's what makes him so great right now in today's game where you have other guys who may have just as much ability as he has but they're fucking lazy they're mm-hmm. the first they're the last ones in the gym and the first ones to leave yeah you know what i'm saying so i mean that's the that's the difference so get on your greatness nice. shit bro absolutely i appreciate Poor lebron that. it was kobe yeah, yeah. everything you hear about kobe is he wouldn't leave the gym Kobe. Two hours after the game, he's still in there throwing still up, shooting man. up free throws. Free throw. That's just a different type of beast, man. Mamba mentality. Like oh. when you love something, like when you truly, truly love something, it's 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 a different it's a different type of thing, and that's how it was with me. But I I, I got I lost my way. And I will admit that. But I'm. You are gonna get back? You gonna get back? You gonna get back? So let's get into the real meat and potatoes of why y'all are here. All right. D Dub. Q, QBD dub. 
He can't hear us. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you brought them here to talk about COVID. In what questions hell. did you have? Well, first sir? of all, I have a whole bunch of quarterbacks here. <laughs> but I'll start it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is this is May 1st. You got a so guard. the new normal <laughs> is really about to begin here. The new normal. True. You True. know what I'm saying? Uh, businesses is about to be wide open to some to the, to the degree that we're as a people are going to take advantage of that. So My people are not, gonna aren't going to be following rules. Yeah, Stratford going to be on a different... They're gonna be on a different time schedule. True, the positivity cases for COVID is down. That's why we're at this point. But there's still people not trying to get the vaccine. There's still people, you know, not ready to make that change. So that's why I brought you here because you, I, I, I respect your job and I know you've seen a whole bunch of different issues that you could uh, share with us. And when it comes to the COVID and the vaccine, uh, you're not going to take heed to it unless you hear it from somebody you know. So that's 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 why you're here, my man. Uh, <laughs> my well, brother. So tell us a little, bit, a little bit about what you see working in the hospital and these COVID units and things of that nature. I mean, um, working uh, in units and then working in home care uh, as well. I've seen everything that they talk about i've seen people on uh incubated i've seen people uh, uh in their homes can't breathe trying to get to the hospital having to send them to the hospital because they they literally can't breathe um i I've, I've seen it all I've, I've seen the pain in people's eyes from not being able to see their families um from staying away um i've experienced it myself dealing with my family um all the pain and struggle covid has we were talking about jay-z as being someone who changed culture mm -hmm. covid has been the <laughs> one system that has changed an entire fucking culture yep she's the way the um, world works yeah you know um uh and part of the part of the reason uh is because once we once you know the fire is hot and you continue to stick your hand in it it's your fault <laughs> Um, I love that analogy. <laughs> These are facts. You know, uh Coach. and so a whole a whole lot of us as a whole wanna be so much of conspiracy theorists to where we want to discredit something that's literally killing black people by the fucking thousands. And we wanna and now we wanna discredit the vaccine. So here's my 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 thing with the vaccine. I agree with the with the situation of what America has done to black people and black men through vaccinations and mm -hmm. black women through vaccinations. It's historically documented. We know this as a fact. Mm -hmm. In the same breath, you're talking about a disease that has already changed its structure three times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're talking about something when it grabs a hold to you in the right way, you cannot shake that shit off. Mm -hmm. um, and you want to say, well, the vaccine is the vaccine that. Like, for instance, the Johnson & Johnson. Let's just take that so I can get it clear. Now. Mm -hmm. Johnson & Johnson was just recently pulled off the shelf because they found six women that had blood, uh, blood clot issues. Now, they didn't put it off the shelf because they think the Johnson & Johnson was the reason for the blood clots. Mm -hmm. 
they pulled it off the shelf to make sure that nothing that the blood clots weren't something that they missed in the trials that they did of all the side effects that it may have. Mm-hmm. So look at it like this. Most people in America take medication for something mm-hmm. every single day of your life. Mm-hmm. There is no medication that you take right now and put in your body that does not have a side effect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What is the fucking difference? Mm-hmm. It's a medication that may have a side effect, potentially has a side effect in it, but also can potentially save your life. Yeah. If I tell you you have high blood pressure, no matter of fact, if I tell you that uh, that if you have heart pains and I tell you to take nitroglycerin, but I tell you the side effect is that your penis is going to shrivel up and fall off. Are you not going to take it? No. Nine times out of ten, you don't want to die. You're going to take it. And just so happens that side effect may not even happen to you. Mm-hmm. And when they took it off the shelf, Johnson & Johnson, they had already vaccinated six million people people six people Mm -hmm. six out of six million had blood clot issues six out of six million had blood clot issues i'm not saying that 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 are that that there may not be long-term effects i'm Mm -hmm. not saying that but there is definitely long-term effects of dealing with covid there are people there are people right now who breathing will never be the same there are people right now from COVID who have side effects like chronic headaches. Mm. There are people who have side, who have all kind of different side effects and ailments. Uh, people's kidneys have shut down because of COVID. It's not just attacking your lungs. This is a it's system, attacking your entire body. It's a systematic illness. Somebody at my job acts like I mean, I heard he was, you know, fast moving until he caught COVID. Now he's moving like he had a stroke. Yeah. Really, really slow. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Um, it affects everybody different, it right? Def- it, it definitely does. Yeah, it definitely affects people differently. Um, I'll be the first to say it. When this all happened, and you know, I was ignorant about it. I'm like, oh, I'll be okay. Whatever. I don't be here. I don't do this. This that. All through last year, like little things we did when we were open. You know, nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? This year comes, I'm like, okay, so there's getting the vaccine ready, all this stuff, cool. Still, I'm okay. I'm not worrying about it. (sighs) I went to, I was getting ready to go to Puerto Rico, right before I went to Puerto Rico, because before you go to Puerto Rico, you have to get a COVID test. Mm -hmm. Said I was negative, right? April 1st, start coughing. I'm like, all right, it's probably a cough, whatever. Go to Puerto Rico, I'm cool, whatever. And at some point, I just get the chills. Like, my mouth, I'm like, like, am I sick? Whatever. Like, okay, let me just take some more medicine. I'll be okay. Still fine. Come back. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, really sick. I'm like, it must be because I got out the shower, this and that. You're not thinking. I'm not thinking COVID because it, yes, it's in my world, but it's not in, in my face, so to speak. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Let me just go get a COVID test. It's probably just, I'm just sick. Nope. Sure enough, had COVID. And then once COVID happened, I quarantined myself because I didn't want to get my roommate sick. So I quarantined myself and I stayed at a hotel. So when I stayed at a hotel, the first day I'm like, all right, you know, when I when I go there that night, 
I'm just chilling. I wake up, whole different ballgame. Whole different ballgame. I can't walk. I can't breathe. I didn't lose my sense of taste and smell, but I lost my appetite. You know? And I was that on purpose? What? Since he said you can't breathe, he plays. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he said, I can't breathe. That's why I turned around. I didn't mean that. Sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. And it's like, you know, I'm like, yo, this is really crazy. Like, I was not expecting this. I'm like, okay, I can take it. I'll fight it. Whatever. It's it's nothing that too crazy. No, it is extremely crazy. When you can't even stand up more than three minutes to try to take a shower. Mm Mm-hmm. Bro, I couldn't stand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't stand. All I'm doing is just trying to take medicine. And you can take all the medicine in the world. It's not something medicine's going to help. You just got to you just gotta fight it. You have, you have to go through it. The worst thing ever is to try. Know you're not congested. Mm-hmm. And try to take a deep breath. And yeah. You fucking can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you literally cannot. And here's the worst saying? part about it. So, I'm like, okay. I'm telling you, you know, I finally get to talk to y'all because... My mental is all over the place. I'm like, I'm about to be out of here. I went to the emergency room one night because I'm like, I can't even breathe at all. So I went to the emergency room and, you know, they give me oxygen and all that. And then, you know, I was also taking immune building pills mm-hmm. to like try to help. Mm-hmm. Nope, that was not helping. Had all that come up. So it was like a waste of time. So then, you know, probably by the next week, because I'm still in a hotel at this point, because I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I do my quarantine. Still in a hotel at this point. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little better. So I started to eat. Eat after maybe third day. I'm like, dang, this cough is still kind of crazy. I'm like, dang, my chest is starting to hurt. I go to the high, uh, uh, emergency room. I catch pneumonia. Mm. Uh, so I got to deal with that. But I'm done with my quarantine. So then, you know, I can go home, whatever the case may be. Deal with that. I finally go to the doctors. I develop a blood clot in my arm. Mm. Now, luckily, it's not something that was severe, so I didn't need um, surgery. Mm-hmm. Surgery, but it gave me extreme pain, pain in my arm. Now, I'm 34 years old. You know, I wasn't always the healthiest, but you know, I, I had my health intact. That changed my whole outlook on everything. And for people to say, oh, it's a pandemic, oh, this and that, and like, you know, I'm not getting a vaccine. Cool. You don't want to get a vaccine? Cool. That, that's that's your choice. But don't knock someone else for wanting to do that. Oh, you guys are sheep. Oh, you sheeple. And this and that. Those are the wokey wokes, though. Yeah, n- not just the wokey wokes. <laughs> not just the wokey wokes. And it's just like, to me, I'm just like, you know what? It's like, I thank God every day my grandmother was not around to have to deal with this. Like, how how she passed away, you know, it it's respectful. I mean, any anybody passed away, they passed away. Mm-hmm. But it, the way she passed away, it was like, okay, it wasn't too much pain for her. Mm-hmm. But for her to ha- if she would have had to deal with this, and then just thinking about people that we did lose from this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you have the thing. It's not only the fact that the people that we lost um, now we're losing people and they have to be alone when they're going. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got people who didn't see their parents for like five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks, and their parents died alone. Mm-hmm. People who husbands died alone in the hospitals still to this day have restrictions on mm-hmm. the hospital at this day. Mm-hmm. But during the pandemic, it was even more. I don't care how much you love your mother. You ain't getting your ass in here. She coming in here by yourself and mm-hmm. she's going to be here. It's unfortunate. We will do whatever we can do. We will let you Skype whatever we can do to let you see by the kindness of our hearts or what have you. But you can't come in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, that was the most heart wrenching thing. And to understand that COVID has changed the mental complexity of our young people and people in general in this country. Um, there's going to be so much PTSD. There's going to be so much depression and everything because our children have lost a year and a half of social development. Right. That mm. they have not. My daughter is 17. She's been, she's had two birthdays on fucking quarantine. She's been in the house for two birthdays, not really able to do nothing. And her and other kids are, um, young people are struggling in my business, uh, in influence of life, uh, with the workshops and stuff that I do. Um, a lot of the, most of me, all of them are through zoom and I'm talking to these kids and trying to motivate these kids and working with poetry with these kids and yo, these kids are hurting and they're not educationally they're not even going to be ready for what they're going to embark on when this shit opens up and they end up going to college they're not going to be ready now mind you the system screwed up in the beginning because we were not prepared for this at At all all. nobody could have been yeah I, no, we could have been really true. We've could have been. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. We could have been prepared if, a lot better. If, if, if Trump, if, if we didn't get rid of what he did, you're right. Yeah, if exactly. he didn't get rid of homie, we would have known about all this stuff. We could have prepared, but because because like I said, from 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 what was understanding and admitted by the dumbass himself, he threw out what was like a forty or fifty page instruction manual of how to deal with a pandemic when it came in. Um, he fired the entire pandemic team. team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so uh, we call Ebola because of it. Yeah, with Obama, and yeah. even then, Obama was like, you know, in five years, something's gonna come yeah, around. It's gonna come around. And in five years, something COVID came, came and then and we Trump was, was like, ha, ah, psych. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and but in, in in the same way, people people don't understand that. It was an economical boost, economic boost, not for America, but for certain industries. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and yeah. I, and that's what I think was is the dark side of this. Yeah. Well, part yeah. of the dark side is like Trump knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He knew he was putting money in certain people's pockets mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. ignoring the things that he was ignoring mm-hmm. and having, you know, certain people work on the vaccines and stuff like that. And that's what made it all scary. Yeah. But still, to get back to the to, to the main point of people taking the vaccine, mm-hmm. um, I didn't take the vaccine. I didn't... In the beginning, I was the same way. I'm like, Psh. first, the poet, the historian was like, the black man was like, nigga, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they putting them chips in the arm. I'm like, yeah, they trying to put them chips in the arm. I'm good on that. I'm like, and then, and, and then who, who, who really talked me into it, and even after all that I seen and everything, knowing I protect myself to the hilt. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I got KN95 and N95 in my car on a regular basis mm-hmm. all the time. Um, but who made me change my mind was my mother. Mm-hmm. Because when my mother got it, um, it shook me to my core mm-hmm. because I was scared I was going to lose her. Right. Mm-hmm. She refused to go to the hospital because her exact words to me is, Monty, I don't want to die alone. Mm-hmm. I'd rather die at home. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, now I'm panicking. Now I'm a nurse. Mm-hmm. This is my mother. So now I bring everything to her. I bring my O2 sacks to her. I bring all my blood pressure and everything stuff to her. I bring everything over to her. And mind you, I got COVID at the same time. So I'm gowned up and everything. Not really feeling any side effects, anything from it. Maybe a little lethargic, but I was still going to work and still doing my thing. So I'm taking care of my mother now. And then I'm sitting there talking to her and I'm noticing the mental status change in her. The status mental change in her. And she's, um, she's, Talk, like literally we watching TV and she goes from talking about Tyler Perry and this that and then flying off somewhere else I'm like ma mm-hmm. and it, it was you know it was fucking horrifying bro I never mm-hmm. felt so hopeless in my life and I'm panicking um, trying to make her eat and she wasn't eating and everything um, but thanks to the most high she 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 stood it mm-hmm. and everything Man. had her first date in Almost five years hey. since my hey. since, Come on now. <laughs> since yeah. my pop passed away. <laughs> That's what's you up. You know what I'm saying? So That's um what's up. Yeah, she's good. But man, I just I mean, y'all can ask me a bunch of questions. The bottom line is if you don't want to get it for yourself, you want to get it for the people that you love. That's because exactly. if if you don't, you would it would be horrifying to you to realize your grandmother protected herself all this time for and two years and then, and then all of a sudden it. you went to see her and gave her COVID and she and she passed away mm-hmm. like it may not have not one symptom mm-hmm. you just yeah. be carrying it and not right. even and, know it right and that's the thing because I had on my mom's side eight people had it one passed away it was my uncle he died right before uh, Thanksgiving he had got it, was in the hospital, released him, next morning, done. Mm-hmm. He was gone. He had complications prior, but it was tough because like Influence was saying, funeral happened. Couldn't go to the funeral. Couldn't go. Yeah. That was one of my mom's favorite uncles, so I had to call in, check on her. I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, I know that was your favorite uncle. I love him too. We came go see him. Mm. But to the point, it's like, I, I got it. I got the vaccination and you know, you know, some people would ask, you know, I, because I, I know I was doing little documents like the first week when I got the first one. I was like, yo, day one of the vaccine. I haven't been howling at the moon yet. Um, I have, I'm able to see my reflection in the mirror for all those. <laughs> things. So, um, you know, so people, some a couple of people were asking me why I got it. And I was like, I got it because I do a lot of stuff for my grandmother. Mm-hmm. She's 79. Like I was just with her this morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to take her to the bank. And I take it to the grocery store, and she's in Norway, so I, I'm around her. My other grandmother was around her, you know, but I don't do as much for her, but I go visit her and check in on her, and she's pushing 80. Um, and then I got my little cousins. I'm around them, and then what I do, I work with uh, intellectually disabled adults. Their immune mm-hmm. system ain't, ain't, the same. Yeah. <laughs> ain't the same. So... I like you said, like I would just have I do it for who I'm around. 
Mm-hmm. If I wasn't, if I didn't have to be around my grandmother, yeah, probably wouldn't have gotten it. If I didn't have my job, whatever. But it's like I'm around older people who are more susceptible. My dad, he was the same way when they first announced the uh, the vaccine. He was like, oh, I'm gonna wait. Right. He's like, I'm gonna wait to see. You know, people start turning in the van, walking. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so was, we all have black people all have our reservations because we know is, the history. I was never anti-vax, but, but I'm, I was always. I'm gonna wait to see. Right, you gonna wait to see what I happens. I was anti, but why? But why? <laughs> the reason why I was waiting is because, given our history, exactly. and then given no, 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 that's not it. Okay, what the the, the 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 cherry on the top was how they created the vaccine. Mm. Most vaccines take anywhere from seven to fourteen years. Right, right. To they made this shit in like four that. to seven months. Right. Yeah. And they changed how they did it. They almost played God. They used the RNA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they actually played with the genetic makeup, mm-hmm. which in some cases was borderline illegal from what they say you're allowed to do. But it was that much of a dire situation right, that right. they had to do they something. To the there was no, yeah. they couldn't wait seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They couldn't. It's here now. Yeah, right. they, they they couldn't wait seven years. And this and, and the numbers were regardless increasing. of what Trump has said, we were seeing this shit was nothing like the flu. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, we knew it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, um, but that what well, that was what was like. Okay, they did this shit. In Four, five but months. But this is where all my reservations were coming from. Because it's Absolutely. like, all right, I'm waiting. Because they did this. I'm like, they put this together a little bit too quick. Yeah, they, they, come, they, they, they couldn't test it. And they're just, yeah, they're giving it, they're to, just giving it right it to, to us. And we're the test. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to wait. Yeah. And once I, you know, once I see how, you know, everything is. Yeah. Then I'm, all right, I'm go ahead and make my appointment. Like yeah. my mother's gotten it. I haven't ma- been able to get an appointment yet. Yeah, my you dad. You said you're in, you're, you're way back to July. Yeah, I gotta wait till because the antibodies yeah, in my right, system, yeah, so I gotta right, wait till July. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, my dad. I, I tried to hit up my doctor's office. They're like, yeah, we got nothing anytime soon. So <laughs> actually, yeah. you know what? I know someone that works in the medical field, and they did say to me, you know, I could make sure you don't have to worry about waiting in line, or well, not wait, not just waiting in line, but you ain't gotta wait so long. So we'll, we'll talk. I just yeah. thought about that actually. Also, I mean, there's a. Uh, I didn't get mine at a medical center. Mm-hmm. I got mine on the New Haven Green through FEMA. Right, because they were, yep. I, I, I got mine directly through FEMA. Now, what ha- what's happening is, so you need to check FEMA's website and find out they've been all over Connecticut giving, mm-hmm. uh, giving vaccines. So, and, and it's really easy. All you got to do is go online, put your name on there, and go. And it gives you a time, but you fuck the time. You go when you want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, literally, because it's literally like eight tenths. They have... Uh, uh, a line they have a registration then they have all these tents going down one mm-hmm. way with actual nurses these are not makeup people these right. are actually nurses or, or or either uh certified people to give injections that know what they're doing that mm-hmm. are giving the injections i got mine on the new haven green and uh yeah it was johnson at that time it was just for johnson johnson but um you don't have to wait for your doctor if you feel more comfortable with your mm-hmm. doctor that's cool, but mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to wait for your doctor. Um, did anybody have anything to add to that? Because I wanted to ask another question. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I know um, uh, my dad got his before me, his vaccine because he uh, a couple of his coworkers uh, had it, and one was around him. 
Mm. You know, around the time. So, yeah, yeah. you know, when he found out, he called up his, you know, and he, their boy. So he called him up. He was like, yo, really? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, you are. He goes, now nah, I got to go up to North Haven and get this damn. He goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, you know, he's he's been he, he, he's always testing negative. But when he got there, when he first got his vaccine, you know, I would check in on him. I'd be like. How you feeling? Yeah, I was doing the same thing when my yeah. mom got hurt. Yeah, man, because, you know, so he was like, just a soreness of the arm. Yep, same thing with my mother. And But he was saying, like, a lot of his coworkers, and he he was funny because he's like, people, were, they would get the, for when they would go to the vaccine, they would schedule the day off the following day. Mm-hmm. And, like, people would come, they were like, yo, I got to call out. Like, I'm feeling the thargis. So my dad, he was like, damn. He was like, either I got the placebo. He's like, but then he also knows, he's like, well, these white people's immune systems is weak. Mm. He's mm. like, cause I got it. He was, I ain't feeling the shit. He's like, all I got is the soreness of the arm. So then I got my first, I got my shot, and I was like, yeah, it's just the soreness of the arm. Then he got his second one, and I didn't even know. So when I asked him, I was like, you need your second shot? He's like, oh yeah. I was like, how did it make you feel? He's like, soreness of the arm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. Well, he's sixty one. <laughs> right. So then, when I got mine, they were asking, you know, because you make they made you make you wait for like fifteen minutes to make sure you don't have no mm-hmm. uh, reactions and stuff. And so they were like, "How you feeling?" I was like, "I feel, I feel fine." They're like, "Well, you're young, and, you know, so you should be all right." And I was like, "I mean, you know, I, I understand, you know, side effects of the thing." So I was like, "But mm-hmm. see, that's the I'm only fine. thing brings me to my next question because." You said that Johnson and Johnson was available at uh, the, the New Haven Green. Mm-hmm. The Johnson and Johnson one is the only one that I heard that has those immediate side effects that you're feeling like you're sick only because it's a one shot deal. Nah, nah I've, there's been people who've had nah side pe- effects. Pe- 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 people are having too. Pe- pe- uh, people are having side effects not from the first shot from the first two. Then most people are having side effects from the second shot right and they're having they're 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 feeling lethargic and everything now mind you the johnson and johnson one i had side effects from and um but before i get to that think about how i felt that as soon as we took the johnson and johnson on that friday that saturday they was telling me that six women had blood clots and my wife had just took it with me Mm. So I'm I'm like what? I had to I, so now I'm balancing between Monty and Shamat the nurse and yeah. I'm like every fucking pain you have you need to tell me what right, it is right, so yeah, I yeah. can assess you yeah. and it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> she kept cause, because because she was a hypochondriac bro, for like no, the weekend but no bro <laughs> she kept saying shit like oh my god she kept saying shit like my leg hurt. That's not fucking good enough. What part of your leg hurt? What what hurt? Where does it hurt? Like, is it the femoral artery? Yeah. I mean, is it, is it your knee? Is it your calf? What hurts? Like, the you can't ankle. just tell me your leg hurt and I'm not supposed to let that go. I had to always give him this disclaimer. This happened before the shot. Yeah. So, um, yeah. My hand was tingling before the shot. Yeah. So, so everybody was calling and, and texting. And, How you feel? Are you all right? I'm like, listen, I seen it. I seen it on the news. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. everything is fine. He's right here. I'll tell him. I'll wake up. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but that, but but that was the thing. This is this, the second shot has been like I said. Oh, um, Johnson and Johnson. I took it Friday. I was fine Friday. I was fine Saturday. She was sick Saturday night. Yeah. I was fine all day Saturday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. I work. I was off that day for my day job. I my I was supposed to go to my night job at seven. 
I called out at 10 o'clock in the morning and said, I ain't coming. Mm-hmm. I feel like somebody beat my body with a damn bat. Wow. I was in pain on Sunday morning. Yeah. I was like, I was like, but that was days later. That was days later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and, and I felt it. But most of the time, um, like I said, uh, I've heard the majority of people that I've talked to have had your rarity, you and your dad not having any uh, mm-hmm. issues with the second shot. Most people I heard uh, with the Moderna and uh, what's the name, they normally Pfizer. have issues. Pfizer, yeah. they, they normally have issues with the second shot. Yeah, my roommate had issues with the first shot. Like, really? literally all week. They got the shot on Monday, and literally pain started in the arm, and pain started in the chest, mm. and pain started in the throat. Mm. They went and got another COVID test, came negative. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, I think what happened was it triggered them because, you know, their eating isn't that great. But I think that's what also triggered them and also... I think they also were getting a cold. Mm. Seems like they're trying to fight a cold right now. Mm. But they got a COVID test on Friday, got the results today, and it came back negative. So, yeah, like there was a dude at my job. He was talking about how his girlfriend had a reaction to the COVID uh, vaccine, and you know she stopped breathing. They had to rush to the hospital. So he's like, I don't want to say this to scare anybody, but then he also, you know, concluded which he should have kind of. Started off with started off with is that she had the virus prior, mm-hmm. so I was like, well, all right, so she battling that thing twice, yeah. <laughs> essentially. So, yeah. <laughs> like that's what that's where this is coming from. But like when I got my first one, I was sitting with this little old lady. She was about seventy something, and she was talking to me. She was like, yeah, I had COVID. She's like, so that's why I'm here getting. It. I was like, well, I'm glad you here. She was like, yeah. She's like, me and my husband got it. She was like, you know, he didn't make it. But you know, she's it's like sad to hear them yeah, stories. Yeah, she was like, he didn't make it, and I was like, damn. Yeah, you know, but you know, she was able to be there. You know, so yeah. there's you, that. But shit, I know somebody that caught COVID twice and they still don't want to get the vaccine. That's just because you know why? Because they're fooling themselves because of the fact that they've made it through twice, and they may not have had the incident of going to the house. They may not have grabbed the hold of them in the same way. And it may it may not grab on to it doesn't grab on. It's not it might it doesn't grab on to some people in some ways. Some people, like I said, like myself, when I got it, literally I worked two jobs and run a business and I had I, I continued with my everyday activities. It didn't mm-hmm. really bother me, but it laid my wife, my mother, my sisters, it laid them out. Mm-hmm. Like it laid them out. It didn't, didn't do nothing to me. I mean, I was talking shit the whole time. Pretty much, pretty much. I was like, I'm whooping yeah. COVID's ass right now. Like, yeah. like so, say something else. I mean, honestly though, honestly though, and and this is probably the mindset I should have had once I found out I had it. Because when I found out I had it, I was laid out in the street because I went mm. and got the test. And then after I got the test, I'm about to walk, I'm walking out and I just start coughing something crazy, like real crazy to the point I can't stop. Mm-hmm. So I just fall out in the street. And then when I kind of like come to, they have like, you know, the ambulance out there. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, you have COVID. Uh-oh. I'm like, what? I didn't even realize I was out in the street. None of that stuff. None of that stuff. So it's like, I had to tell myself after mentally after like the second week because then that's when I'm like yo you gotta beat this yo you gotta beat this you gotta be here because 
I did not feel like I was gonna be here. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, everybody who can, I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but I'm think, I'm saying this: if you, um, can rationalize the reasoning in your own mind and and think about more than just yourself at points, to go ahead and get vaccinated because, um, this is taking us out. Mm-hmm. people of color at a rapid pace more than it's taking anybody else out mm-hmm. um then you have you can have your conspiracy theorists say well it was made to target us well then take the damn vaccine right damn right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know um but yeah man so please you said you had a question to you yeah i did um because you know it's may now you know um and like like they brought up before like things are uh I, well like may 19th outside is open and back up so to speak and we you you know because the four of us here in the room we are basically poets realm you know we you and i d-dub we've had the question a lot like yo when are y'all bringing poets realm back when are y'all bringing poets realm back and i'm like none of us feel comfortable enough bringing it back yet because you know like even though we're fine like like you said, like even though you show no symptoms, you could be coming in and giving it to everybody else. Like, how do you feel about the fact that like, you know, events are you know, events like this are still happening? Like Um I'm straddling the fence on it um mm-hmm. a bit. Uh because uh people are getting vaccinated, just mm-hmm. not at the at the pace that we want them to right um some uh like for instance i was i'm invited to um an event uh coming up and uh i first question i asked was okay you want me to come to this what are you doing about covid Mm -hmm. and she was like well the way it's set up everyone has at least uh five to six feet of distance within the room um, so forth and so on and I'm like okay I might be able to deal with that now that I'm vaccinated I still like I said I have my mask with me I still I still may bring my mask in, in the beginning or what have you but when I'm in my own little space mm-hmm. you know I may be fine Um, do I think we should bring the realm back we're going to bring the realm back eventually mm-hmm. I just think right now unfortunately the poetry community are the biggest uh, conspiracy theorists there are and that's uh, why I'm asking this question. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's uh, we're, uh, we're 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 the biggest conspiracies there are. We read too fucking much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not comfortable with bringing it, and I'm itching. I'm itching to bring it back. Like yeah. I, I want it back so bad. I think bad. we all are, if we're yeah. being honest. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm just not comfortable just yet. I want to see a little bit more of what. Um, what goes on how people are reacting because there's been a number of events i've been on instagram and i've seen some of our friends and stuff performing at mm-hmm. shows and stuff like that i'm like where the hell was that at because yeah. but um yeah i mean we're not coming back coming back just yet i don't i don't i mean i think we're we're all in agreement with just give it a little bit more time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i mean maybe maybe by what's this what's this may Maybe, maybe by August, July, August, July, right. August. Maybe right. it, it, I mean we we can throw a big shindig and have everybody come out and rock it out. Um, that's that's hoping that 
that we can because right now they're talking about herd immunity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh herd immunity can't happen if people are not taking the vaccination absolutely so um and for people who don't know what herd immunity is is when the majority of the population takes the vac- uh, takes the vaccine and uh, the immunity level goes up and it begins to defeat the virus to where it has nowhere else to go. So pretty much it just dies off. But as long as as long as the virus can find a host, it it it, it, it just continues to pass on. Yeah. Um, so that's why I said people just need to get vaccinated or what have you. Um, so is it going to be mandatory? Um, you know what's funny? Um, Yale right now makes the flu vaccine mandatory for you in order to work for Yale. Mm-hmm. The only way you can get out of it is that you have to be able to prove that it's a religious um, necessity for you not to take it. I'm against people. I mean, as bad as I want people to take the vaccine, I'm against making. You're not going to make me put some shit right. in my body. I don't right. want to put right. it in my body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I want people to take it, but nah. Do I think that they will they? I think certain entities will try to, yeah. like like a Yale mm-hmm. or like for instance the colleges are yeah, telling the colleges, are, the, are, definitely the, the, the colleges are, yeah. are definitely telling kids right now be like this school you cannot come back to if you don't get vaccinated yeah. like they're like they, it's already started like they've already <laughs> they, they've already been telling kids that and stuff like that um, so they're gonna try it in, in different ways and then you're gonna see lawsuits pop up just like. Mm-hmm. With, just like with the, uh, with the people who don't believe in vaccinating vaccinating their children with with the mm-hmm. with the youth vaccinations stuff is gonna pop up um it's just it's just the nature of the beast man you know I mean so it, I, I just wish everybody would get vaccinated but the one conspiracy theory that I do hold on to is I think at some point you're not gonna be able to travel unless you do have the vaccine that's already started yeah 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 that's already started like yeah. You got to have your card with you. You got to have your card with you. Well, that's the only one that makes sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? But see, and that's the thing is like people, people are against that. But I'm like, that's, that's just proof that you don't travel as it is. Because if you go to another continent, you need (laughs) to get certain vaccines to to go to that continent. Yeah. Even if you go to Africa, there's certain vaccines exactly. you have to go. You, you, you like, just have to That's get. always been that way. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but that's the point. The people yeah. that are complaining about this, you can tell those you are people that don't like, travel. That's because they're just going to Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm not even trying to play people. And U.S. Virgin. I'm not even trying to play people because, you know, I know people do travel. But I was fortunate enough to go to Puerto Rico like three, four times a year. Literally this year. Is probably the most I've ever seen. And it's a beautiful thing. This is one spot I go to called La Concha in Puerto Rico that mm-hmm. I just came from. And it's usually just, you know, like the locals, whatever case be, bunch of white people. When I tell you, people was doing the stimmy shimmy. <laughs> and our brothers and sisters was out there. It was probably the best time I had in Puerto Rico in a long time. Because it's like the spot we usually go to, it's like, it's pretty expensive, but it's like, you know, not only is it expensive, it's, eh, it's, it's not really like something we would just say, oh yeah, this is a spot we're going to go to. But when the last time I went and granted, it was also spring break and I've been there on spring break before and we, we were not there. When I tell you, we took over that hotel, <laughs> we took over that hotel and Puerto Rico has a curfew. When I was there, it's a, it was 11 o'clock now, eight o'clock. 
It's yeah. eight o'clock. And it is mandatory. And it's mandatory that you get um you you show that you have a COVID test. Now it's mandatory you show that you have the vaccine. The, the what's the name, man? You gotta understand when you start to travel, you just look right now, India is going through it right yes. now, bro. Yeah. Yes. They're going through it. They, yo, they're going and Japan. through it. And yeah, I and mean, Japan. you got to think when you start traveling to these other places who don't have the resources that America has to be able to vaccinate and create a vaccine, um, because this is part of the big business. When they finish vaccinating us, they're going to charge the shit out of them other countries to vaccinate mm-hmm. them. They're going to break them countries mm-hmm. to vaccinate them. Um, but Yo, it's 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 crazy how it's affecting these other countries. And you talking about traveling there, bro? Mm-hmm. Uh, People talk, oh yeah, I'm about to go to Dubai. Word, word. Okay. Yeah, okay. I say, huh, you go bye bye. <laughs> they Dubai. shut their, they, My boy lives out there, and they had, they had shut down the um the brunch scene. I think it's <laughs> I think it's still banned. I was like, word, damn, I was seeing him. because yeah. I was I was seeing him out there, but in the beginning. They were doing a hell of a job keeping that shit contained and mm-hmm. and keeping like the the curfew uh ban like they was doing wild but shit. But you you can only keep people in the house for so long exactly. before right. before the people start mm-hmm. to revolt and that be hermit. like you know what fuck this I, yeah, they want to be a you hermit know they, you know people get that hermit they sitting in the house all day and they get the itch and they want to go out and yeah they wanna, so, so you the know, company the, the 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 um the governments who had people on quarantine that looked like they were doing so well and their numbers were down so low. That's because everybody China. was in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And but the com- the the countries didn't China do anything. They, they, they didn't do anything to when people come out to make sure that they were gonna be okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All that fog in the street, who licking the fucking street corners, yo? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, they fog in fucking concrete, bro. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. All it man, the thing that messes with me is all it takes is just one one person to have it. That's it. It's yeah. one person to have it. And it's like I was trying to pinpoint when this happened. I'm like, oh, this happened at a baby shower. Nobody at the baby shower had it. But I also had to think I was but a you lot had to of get other tested play- to go to the baby shower. I had to go I had to get tested to go to the baby shower. Cause my, my friend was like, yo, I, I want you to get tested. Cool, whatever, I'll get that. Boom. Negative. All right, cool. Then that Monday I had to get a test to go to Puerto Rico because I had to get it three days beforehand. Boom. Cool, negative. All right, great. I tried to pinpoint where exactly this happened. I'm like, oh, this had to happen at a baby shower. But you, then I'm like, damn. You can't. I was also at Thelma's a day. Oh, damn. This shit could have happened when uh, yeah. the day before. This could have been in my system a whole week before, and exactly. I wouldn't even know it. Exactly. Let me tell you, man, real talk. I was scared for you three brothers. Every time I turned around, y'all motherfuckers was dancing at Thelma's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting at home. And I'm like, these brothers, come on! Mm-hmm. And when and and I was I was sitting back watching, and so bad I wanted to join you for your birthday. Mm-hmm. So bad I wanted to come out and, uh, and 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 join y'all and be like, yo, they like they having a good time. I'm like, but brothers, yeah, man, I, I was. I, I mean, I, I've been I, blessed I to not get it. Yeah, um, I will say this though. When we was at Thelma's for his birthday, mm. it was not the capacity of it being now. It wasn't a lot of people in there no. like that. Mm. Nowhere near. It may have looked like that. My birthday? 
It was a lot of people in there. And I stayed right in my seat. It yeah. was a lot of people in there. And <laughs> I, I, had I, my, wasn't yeah, dancing. I had my mask. I had my mask. <laughs> Listen. My mask was with me. It was just on my beard. Like, cause you I had my mask. My mask lit and up. I go right back up. My yeah. mask lit up and said my birthday and all that. <laughs> you know, I had all that. And I made sure I kept, you know, doing all that. But it's just like, it it really don't. If it's gonna get you, it's gonna yeah, get, it's you. Gonna it's get gonna you. Yeah, it's gonna get you. Like, Kara once said it, love gonna get you. It's gonna get but you. But that's not true. That's the whole point. If you do what you're supposed to do, if you keep your hands clean, if you wear your mask the way you're supposed to, if you keep yourself social distancing, it won't get you. Mm-hmm. When you break one of those rules right. is when it's going to get right. you. Mm-hmm. So and so to say it's gonna get you is gonna get you. Nah, it's not. Mm-hmm. The problem is is getting you because you don't wash your hands, you eat. Uh you you love someone or you have a close friend, uh, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable, so let me pull my mask down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that type of things, when you break the chain yeah. of protection is how you get it. Yeah. So, uh, if you don't get the vaccine, fine, wear the mask for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. Okay? But don't go around breathing in, on people and shit and, and, <laughs> and, and, and thinking it's okay. Yeah. And okay. Pfizer's, I now see, is working on a pill. Nah, I saw they were going to pill now. I ain't fucking shit. Yeah. But, nah, um, they said it wouldn't possibly be everybody the, just collectively uh, to the, and they, no, 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 no. Let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase this because I just said they're working on a pill. Not that they're working on a pill to have it go away. There's a pill that um because I know they said when you get the Pfizer one, you got to get it, the booster. vaccine again. Yeah, again. Yeah, this is supposed to be like that. The booster. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be that. It's not supposed to be like, oh yeah, this is gonna be it and you're good. It's supposed to be like the the next part of it to just but continue. That to me that shit doesn't make any sense. The flu have been around here, different variants of flu been around here forever, and you can't get a pill for that shit. You sticking niggas every year. But COVID here and now you can create a it's done changed three times in less than a year. And you can create a pill to to to, to give a boot. That don't make sense to me. It sounds just like another antibody. Something. There's anything I ever learned from Outbreak. <laughs> oh, tell you, man, that's how we. I said that's who we should have gotten to begin all this shit. We would have been outside had we just got my boy Cuba Gooding and Dustin Hoff. Oh my uh-huh. god, that was a good Mataba? movie. Anything was... else we want to talk about before last call? Listen, man. Um, I'm just gonna say this because. Like I said, it really messed with me really bad, and it's still parts of me where I'm I'm feel like it's gonna be different for me. But it's just like, do y'all research, do you decide what you want to do. No, no, no! Don't research. Don't research. Just do no, it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, no, no, it's foolery going you know, on right no, here. You I'm, understand? I'm gonna tell you why, Take- and, and people are gonna say, "Oh my God, influence!" They don't research. And here's what I'm gonna tell you why. Because when you research with medic, when you research medications, you're always going to find something that's going to make you say, "See, see, I felt that. I'm not taking that no more." And Absolutely you know what I'm saying? Right. You're mm-hmm. always, you're, you're all, you're all, you're always going to find that. So when you research too much, it makes you, it makes you real hesitant. I know it sounds fucking crazy. It no, does. that makes it, sense. It, it, what it you're saying? Cra- no. it, it sounds crazy, but don't research because then you're gonna you're gonna become a hypochondriac mm-hmm. and every little thing every little that happens thing. you're gonna think is because of that so find yourself down a rabbit hole. believe in your right. heart you know what i'm saying believe 
uh, uh, protect yourself as best as possible. Mm-hmm. And if you really can rationalize, that's why I said rationalize it in your head to where you're saving other people that you love as well. And then take the vaccine. And if you don't take it, wear a mask for the rest of your life. That's yeah. it's your choice. They're going to have to start getting these vaccines notarized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, D-Dub, man. We we uh, put these last calls. Who up first, man? Whoever. I go first. Are we doing independent artists? From here on out. From here on out, so we don't get flagged by the big industries. So if you're listening and you are an artist yourself, remember to uh, send us your music. At the RB podcast at gmail.com. Producers included. I'm going to go with a uh, Connecticut artist. Her name is Elinaj. This is off of her EP Slick. The name of the song is Demolition.
My bad, I'm in this show. This shit crazy, bro. I'm in this. <laughs> 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 I thought he zoned out. He, he really, he really did. did. Yeah, I'm like, I thought that thing was going to fade off. <laughs> I guess I'll go up next. Uh, like we said, we're uh, we're sticking to independent artists from now on. Um, this is an artist that used to be on a major label. Is now independent again. Mm. Uh, this is Don Richard from from uh, people that don't remember. She used to be part of Danity Kane. She is now a solo artist. Uh, she's dropped actually a few albums. Don Richard, Richard. Don Richards is Richard. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> it's Richards. She's from uh, New Orleans. It's so Richard. It's Richards. <laughs> So uh, that, this is off the album called Second Line. A second line is... That's what was throwing me off. I'm like, who the hell is Doris? is happy and they're doing how they feel. They don't <clears throat> necessarily have any... Called Bust It For Me. Hey. Set steps mm-hmm. to do. That sounds they're like a sexual tone you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, bro. When this when that came up yesterday, ah, got a house vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Right. Luck doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in his face. I mean, hey, whatever. <laughs> Who's next? He does. <laughs> he doesn't want to go back to the conversation. <laughs> nah, yo, because I'm not that dude. But whatever. Uh, did Did you get my dog? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Okay. Um. Um. <laughs> yeah, my record <laughs> is from a group. They they labeling major no more, but he's major because he's in it. Um, it's called No Worries. He became it's, major. Yeah, he he became major. Absolutely. Uh, it's called No Worries. Uh, Anderson Pack is with this group, and the record is called because I don't remember what. It, Another time. Another time. There we go. Who brought out his ladies to the ball? No worries. Anderson Pack. Knowledge. Of I was about to say, does anybody the know the other day? The first. <laughs> Hell yeah. Of course you have to pay to play Ooh, it all. Who you think that I look up to? Who you think I got my game from? Who I bet you thought it was you? Who you think I got the game from? Yeah. Who breaks out the bands and hits the mob? Takes all the chances when lost. You came a long way from the eight. Numbers still the same, but you don't answer to many calls. Now, baby, who put all the plastic in your body? Who spilled all the powder on the floor? Get out the seat, you're too big for the two door. Sometimes you have to walk before you saw. But who you think that I look up to? I got my game from. Who I bet you thought it was you? Who you think I got the game from? You're listening from? to the Rhythm and Bruise yeah. podcast. Oh, podcast. What you sipping on? That's my shit, bro. That was the whole that's album. My, that's my record right there. That's my record. But since we're going this route, I'm going to take this time to bring to the light a lot of the low-fi producers that I, you know what I'm saying, run into in, in my travels. So this dude, his name is Obliv. I need artists to fill this out. So just be. It's called Through the Rain. Oh, that sample. Oh, my God. House Party 2. Ooh. 
smooth. You might need to smooth that thing out. y'all for listening yeah till next time you're listening to the rhythm and bruise podcast with your host dj dw prince latif lucky lefty and mr r&b smooth